0: Hello, and welcome to another Health Essentials Podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. You spend most nights wide awake in bed wondering if you'll ever fall asleep. Well, today's show is for you. We're going to look at how guided sleep meditation might be a way out of the insomnia club. This simple self-care technique is a good way to ready your mind and body for the restful sleep that you need to be at your best every day. Our guide on this journey to sleep town will be Melissa Young, a functional medicine specialist at Cleveland Clinic. Dr. Young has joined us before on the podcast to share holistic ways to better your daily life. Now let's see what advice she has to help you put your sleep concerns to rest. Dr. Young, welcome back to the podcast. I got to be honest, you are one of my my favorite guests on here. Don't tell anyone though.
1: I won't tell anyone and thank you so much for having me back. Well,
0: well, today we're we're talking about uh, sleep troubles, and I'm guessing that that's something that you hear quite a bit during the day with the patients that you see.
1: Um, No question. Um, So, you know, I think that if you look at statistics, up to a third of adults at some point um, in time have trouble with sleep and insomnia, and up to 10% of the world's population has insomnia that qualifies as a sleep disorder. It's very common.
0: So it's not just my aunt who's posting stuff on Facebook at 3 a.m.? It is not. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll I'll let Aunt Barbara know that because she is on there constantly. Um, (laughs) um, Well, so today we're talking about sleep meditation, our guided sleep meditation. Kind of walk us through uh, what that is exactly.
1: So sleep meditation... I. You know, simply is um, utilizing tools like meditation. But we could also think about, you know, breath work, counting, visualization that helps prepare the body for sleep and helps calm the body to allow it to rest and go to sleep. Does yoga
0: even fit in there? I know a lot of people that kind of that soothing yoga you can do kind of right before bed Would that fall in that category.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's very encompassing of, you know, yoga poses, um, yoga nidra, but mindfulness meditation, any type of guided visualization, um, breathing, the counting of your breath, they all count as sleep meditation. And, you know, everyone's a little bit different and some things work better for one person than work for another. I, I get
0: the sense a lot of this, it's just our, our, our lives are, are so, so, so hectic, as we talk about a lot when when, when you stop by and visit. Um, and it's just a matter of, of kind of slowing it down a little bit before you go to bed.
1: Well, I think, yes, absolutely. You know, working on slowing um, your nervous system down before bed. But there have been some studies that show if you can take some time during the day, um, as we've talked a bit about before and do short, you know, times of breath work or even, a, you know, five minutes of meditation a little bit through the day, it actually makes it easier to be able to get into that state um, at night before bed. So ideally combining um, some of those great techniques um, throughout the day
0: it's great advice and, and and you know you look at just how I, as we've talked about how much stress you have um so I don't like you carry a lot of that toward bedtime and and into the night um I mean is it really just is is sleeping better just as easy as as slowing down a little bit right ahead of time and just kind of taking this holistic approach to it
1: So I think for many people, yes, it can be. And there are some people that it's much more challenging and, um, you know, especially for people where they've tried many things and we'll talk about, you know, more of these uh, specifically, but where they might have more, you know, serious anxiety or um, medical conditions. We think about sleep apnea or restless legs that might interfere with sleep and drive insomnia you know, then you want to speak to your to your doctor about those things. But yes, I think stress, um, pain, and anxiety are the most, you know, common things we see interrupting um, our sleep and, and keeping us awake at night. Some people have trouble falling asleep. Others wake up frequently. Um, some wake up really early in the morning. Um, and those all you know, um, I think have similar pathways of the stress response. Um, we're running from the saber-toothed tiger now um, 24-7, you know, and and that's not helpful. Um, in, in Neolithic times, we ran from the saber-toothed tiger. Um, hopefully, we got away, of course. And then all of our, you know, sort of stress hormones would go back to normal. But in today's society, it's It's go, go, go. We're working, taking care of family. We have deadlines. There's social media. We can stay up late at night. And unfortunately, we can have too many screens. And that all upregulates our sympathetic, you know, fight or flight nervous system.
0: Well, and and you mentioned screens. And I know we were talking ahead of this about uh, what you called sleep hygiene. And I guess just some of the things you can do, uh, I guess, uh, ahead of bedtime. So um, Mm -hmm. tell us about that.
1: Absolutely. And I think these are very powerful. They seem um, very simple. Um, if I may, just to share an experience I had before I go into to some of that list, but um, I took a course, uh, a night course um, to get certified in environmental medicine. I started that about two years ago and it was an hour and a half before bed after, you know, a long day at work. The first night I was on the computer um, had you know the light up at you know all my lights on in the room, and you know I was up until four in the morning, and I couldn't understand what was going on in it, it. It was the light, and so it took me a day or two, and I realized it was the screens, the blue light. And I'd been teaching this to patients already for years, but that experience was so profound. So after that, I wore blue blocking glasses, um, turned the light down on the the screen, and I didn't have trouble sleeping um, after that.
0: That's a, that's a great tip. So how, how long before bed should you kind of cut the, uh, cut the screen time?
1: I would say a minimum of an hour. Some people are more sensitive than others, and it might be longer. Um, you can start wearing those blue blocking glasses several hours before bed. Uh, but other things that really can help as well is trying to make sure you finish your dinner about three hours before bedtime so that your, you know, food is digested um, by the time you're going to bed, keeping your room cool. Uh, we are surrounded by so much extraneous light. We're, you know, not even talking about screens, which is blue light that's more activating, but are, you know, street lights. And so having, if you can, blackout shades or a very dark room, um can also make you know quite a big difference um in helping you with that transition to sleep
0: this is where you realize that it's not just uh, you know we're talking about sleep meditation um but but it, it that's not in on its own i mean you need to have these other things in place for for sleep meditation to even work effectively
1: yes um i think it it's multifactorial in um you know, today's society that all these little things play a role. Um, but certainly, um, coming back to our sleep meditation, um, finding, you know, the modality that works best for you, um, you know, just some breath work with either diaphragmatic breathing, um, uh, that we've done before, um, you know, sort of Visualizing relaxation of your muscles, relaxation of your body and mind. Yeah, I think too in our society we're um, often replaying the day in our mind and and worrying about what maybe we could have done better. Or we you know didn't do right, and so these sleep meditations can be very helpful in in helping to release some of those you know um, thoughts.
0: Well, as anyone who's who's listened to you on our podcast before knows, like you you walk us through stuff at the end, so that's a little spoiler alert here.
1: Um, but, but before Definitely. we get there,
0: before we get there, what what are the benefits of 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 doing this meditation ahead of time? I mean, you know, what exactly is it doing to your body, and 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 what's okay. kind of happening at that moment?
1: So we have our autonomic nervous system, which has two branches, the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. Most people are very familiar with the sympathetic fight or flight. Um, And so, you know, I I find that um, with, you know, working with patients and even in my own experience personally, most of us are in that state all the time because it's about are we getting everything done? What do we have to do next? And, and it's not so easy when you're in that all the time to just say, all right, well, I'm going to relax now. Or I'm going to go to sleep. What we're doing with the sleep meditation um, or the yoga poses or the visual- visualization is shifting our nervous system out of sympathetic fight or flight into the parasympathetic, which we call the rest and the digest mode. Um, and that allows then for us to be able to fall asleep better, hopefully stay asleep um, and, you know, regenerate and, and you know, um, restore our bodies overnight.
0: Well, and th- there are true health benefits to that, right? I mean, it's not just, you know, you wake up and you feel a little more refreshed. I, I, I take it if you get a, a good night's sleep, you're looking at uh, obviously less stress, more energy, but um it's decreased risk of hypertension and just just better health overall, right?
1: Definitely. So we know that chronic sleep issues actually increase your risk of hypertension, diabetes, um, mood disorders like anxiety, depression. So it really can lead to poor health outcomes. Um, you know, most people aren't aware that if you Don't, you know, just takes two or three nights of really poor sleep or losing sleep that um, you're going to have more cravings for sugar and carbohydrates, some blood sugar dysregulation. We can be more lethargic, have um, poor concentration, poor reflexes, um, you know, during the day when we don't get adequate quality and quantity of sleep.
0: You know, everyone talks about your health in, in the realm of, like, you need to exercise more, eat better, but it sounds like getting proper sleep is is equally important in that.
1: It it absolutely is. And it's always, a you know, a trade-off. Some of my patients, you know, they're doing their due diligence. They want to get up super early in the morning to get their exercise, but then they're averaging six hours of sleep a night. So I think it's a balance. Um and we can't always do everything perfectly, but you know, sleep is so important. Fewer than six hours of sleep may increase our risk of um, stroke, um, which is, you know, frightening. Um, and most people may not be aware that we actually have a um, sort of lymphatic system called the glymphatics in the brain that clears toxins from the brain as we sleep. So, it's even more important when we think about our brain health and the rise of neurodegenerative disorders.
0: I, I picture that like the street sweepers that come out at night.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> it's a great visual. So when we start talking about sleep meditation, is this something that you can do like like every day? Is it something that you can do? I mean, no matter if you're 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 a kid, if you're you know eighty, ninety, a hundred.
1: Yes, I think everyone can do it if, you know, it can be done every night if that's something that is helpful to you and, you know, you get into, you know, a pattern where that really helps you unwind and and allow you to get to sleep better. Um, And do you think about, um, you know, there's so many options now. There's wonderful uh, meditation apps that have sleep meditations and sleep stories um, YouTube, you know, also has, um, if you want a guided meditation where you're guided through that. But I also think over time, you know, people can learn to do this on their own and go through, um, a body scan or, or try different breath, um, techniques so that they, you know, are actually learning to self-soothe and, and guide themselves into, you know, more of a, a relaxed state.
0: Well, well, speaking of techniques, as as I hinted at yes. uh, a little bit earlier, um, you're going to walk us through uh, how to mm-hmm. do some of these sleep meditation techniques. So uh, even at the risk of falling asleep before we finish this, um, <laughs> l- yeah, let's give it a try.
1: So let's do that, definitely. And this will be um, one. So I'm, I'm uh, going to ask people if they are listening and it is nighttime that they lie down in bed or lie down in their recliner and, you know, close their eyes if they're comfortable and start with several deep breaths. You're going to breathe in slowly through your nose and release that breath. And I like to start some of these with not only so you breathe in and you kind of let out a big sigh with the exhale. So we'll breathe in and then go. Okay. Hi. Oh, all right.
0: I'm, 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 I'm with you here. You know, it's weird as you start slowing down. I swear I can, I can feel my heart beating like much. I'm much more aware of it than I am. if <laughs> I'm just roaming through my day.
1: Yes, and it'll start to slow as you take more of those breaths. And then we're going to actually start at our feet and our toes. And we're going to bring awareness to uh, our feet. And we're going to assess and scan, is there any tension in our feet and our toes? We can wiggle those toes if that feels good. And thinking about just starting to release any tension as we move up the body. It's important to know that we won't clear thoughts from our mind. You're going to have thoughts, and that's very normal even during this process. And I like to think about just acknowledging those thoughts and then thanking them for coming and then letting them go. And then we're going to move up the body to our lower legs. If there's any tension there or you want to move to get in a bit more comfortable position, feel free to do that. Breathing into that area and letting go of any stress, then tension that you feel with your out breath. Just taking a moment there. And then we're going to move up to our knees and our thighs. Just being aware of what you feel. Whatever you feel is perfect in this moment. If there is any tension there, again, letting it release to the out breath, letting it sink into the bed down into the earth just taking a moment there and then we're going to move up to our belly sometimes we can hold a lot of tension there And being aware of the breath moving in and out of your belly as it rises and falls. Releasing any tension with the out-breath. Remembering to let any of those thoughts that are coming to just dissipate to let them go. Think about watching a train in the distance. We don't need to hop on that train. Thoughts are the same. Let them come and let them go. And then we're going to move our attention up to our chest, our upper back, where we keep often a lot of tension. Letting yourself sink more softly into the bed, as you relax more and more, if it feels right, you can shrug your shoulders and gently let them drop, releasing tension, releasing some of those tight muscles. And then moving up to our neck, our throat. Releasing any tension we might feel there as we breathe out. Sometimes taking another deep breath in and letting that big sigh oh, can release the voice in the throat. And then moving up to our face, our head. We can keep so much tension in our head, in our scalp, in our face. And at this time, just becoming aware for you what that feels like. Letting your head sink further down into the pillow. Nothing but. Relaxation, letting go of any tension that you feel. And then, if you're still awake and not quite asleep yet, an option is to start breathing and counting your breath. So counting one on the inhale, one on the exhale. Exhale. Two on the inhale, two on the exhale, three on the inhale, four on the exhale, counting all the way up to ten, and then, if needed, you can start over. And at least for today's exercise, we're going to gently bring our attention back to the room and open our eyes when we're ready and we feel comfortable. And taking a big breath in and letting that go. Are you still awake, John?
0: I, I I feel like I'm ready for for, for a nap right now. So, uh, um, so so before I nod off, um, yes, is there anything else you'd like to mention about guided sleep meditation?
1: So that was just one example. Um, some people find um, some restorative yoga poses incredibly relaxing before bed. Um, some people just using the breath, whether that's counting, um, breathing in or, and extend, extending the exhale, you know, it's finding something that works for you because there's so many wonderful options, um, that, yeah, everyone's different and and things resonate with one person versus another. But these things are so powerful. and the benefits not only here of sleep meditation and helping uh, our bodies be able to transition to sleep, but we will have actually long-term benefits as we do more of these types of exercises shifting our body out of that fight or flight, which, you know, actually is creating stress or having us produce stress hormones in the body that, you know, don't serve us, you know, day after day, hour after hour. But the more we shift into parasympathetic, um, even five minutes at a time, our bodies will thank us and we'll have lower blood pressure, lower heart rate. And I think, um, feel less stress.
0: Well, I know I already feel less stress now. So as as it always seems like uh, I do after uh, after a podcast session with you. So uh, thank you again for giving us some absolutely uh, wonderful tools to uh, help us sleep and, and live a little better.
1: Well, thank you again for having me. It's always wonderful spending time with you.
0: I'm going to try to move around a little bit now because I am really ready to fall asleep. (laughs) I am too. Thanks again for coming in, Dr. Dr. Young.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. If
0: you're having trouble catching Z's at night, guided sleep meditation may be just what you need to get a good snooze. Taking time to relax before bedtime can help you fall asleep faster and sleep longer and better. It's definitely worth a try. Till next time, be well. Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash HEPodcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.